0: Welcome everyone to the Last Video Store Clerks podcast with Frank and Scott. The days of Blockbuster, Hollywood, and the independent video store are over, but the days of searching the shelves for hidden gems and overlooked cult classics is never ending. Join us while we drown in a sea of streaming options and ask the question, what the hell is a good movie anyway? I'm Frank. I'm Scott. And we're the Last Video Store Clerks.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What is that? (laughs)
0: Did they took the picture of Uncle Ben off the rice, I'm pretty sure. It's Did still they? called Uncle Ben, but...
1: I, you know, I get the 90-second rice from time to time. Oh, I get it all the time. I'm fucking lazy as shit. Well, it,
0: until you check the sodium count. Yeah, that's what's going to kill us, <laughs> for sure.
1: See, these old man moments just pop out. Yeah, but do you think... I can't control okay. them.
0: So, do you think that in 30 years from now, people are going to, like, there's going to be a Mandela effect... Like about because of these Amp changes Jemima and stuff, they're like it was never. It was. That. It was never there. Yeah, some of those Mandela effect things might be real. It's, it's come to my attention bears. lately that
1: people in their late teens, early twenties, right now, honestly, don't know of some of the bands that we listened to in the nineties.
0: That's good. I don't want anyone to know.
1: Yeah, Um <laughs> I've seen the kids. Kids. Kids are wearing these shirts. Parents are slapping the shirts on these kids that say Nirvana, but it's a picture of Hanson. That's pretty funny. And then they show the reaction because they ask them, nobody said anything at school all day? And they, no. Why would they say anything? Because none of them know. And, and this is something that could easily be scripted, but it's just the genuine look on the kid's face. I'm like, no kid is that good at acting. You know, especially if it's just like a video on a phone. You know, parents are slapping just... <laughs>
0: <laughs> like Nirvana with the Hanson brothers on it,
1: and nobody notices. It, Their
0: flannel shirts were probably more expensive. Well, and yeah, didn't come from Walmart. Well, even
1: uh I think it was ten or fifteen years ago. There was a like, uh, Sublime thing came up. Younger people were, but you'd walk. Somebody walk. What's your favorite Sublime song? Well, you know,
0: and you'd get the Jimmy
1: <laughs> Kimmel on the street
0: answer. Yeah, straight bullshit. <laughs> yeah, fly. Yeah. What fucking song? Yeah. Doing this podcast, I've just been walking around all day with a la 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 (laughs) fucking mystery science theater. (laughs) La la la.
1: (laughs) I was so happy when I was a kid and it would come on Comedy Central really late at night. Yeah. But it was on a Saturday or Friday, so I could do it and not get in trouble.
0: Yeah. And eventually Sci-Fi Channel picked it up. That's right. And they played it at three in the afternoon on a Sunday, which is exactly when I wanted that. Oh. sci-fi channel used to be so good before it was seafy they got that wwe raw (laughs) monday night raw wrestling is a billion dollar industry (laughs) i don't get it where there's abuse that i feel i feel worse for professional wrestlers than i do for any professional football player
1: i watched wrestling one year of my life and of all years it was our freshman year
0: yeah which i feel is a really weird time in my life to do that i mean maybe man like i used to have a corn shirt for every day of the week. (laughs) it was that time what sucks
1: is over the years when you realize the shirts that you gave away to people because they were like oh you have that shirt from then it's like yeah just you know take it man i don't need it and now i feel like i should have saved those saved those
0: shirts i mean I, c- I couldn't wear them now i don't wear an extra large t-shirt like i did in <laughs> high school <laughs> oh god we are talking about the special today the special is basically an allegory for the dangers of the near constant urge that we have to stick our dick in anything that feels good, and possibly about masturbation addiction. Yeah, something's lacking. Yeah, there was a there was a level of truth to this movie that was kind of disturbing to me, but also it's uh, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm really um, sorry I made you watch this movie, oh, and I'm really sorry that I watched it twice. And wow, I mean, it's. <laughs>
1: the whole tone of the whole thing it's and it's one of those movies before we talk about what it's about felt a little bit like
0: it might have been a student film but then when i looked it up i've seen i've seen some other things that this guy's done he did a movie with eric roberts the the director of this thing he had a it was a movie called camp dread i want to say camp dread not a club dread broken lizard (laughs) different Different things. Uh, yeah. Okay, no.
1: Don't think but I caught that. This
0: movie was directed by B. Harrison Smith. The claim to fame on the poster for the movie was that this guy directed Camp Dread and Death House. Neither of these movies I've seen, which is weird. What happened to Eric Roberts? <laughs> Frank got me a uh I know celebrity what to Eric cam- Roberts. He <laughs> <laughs> got me a celebrity <laughs> cameo of Eric Roberts telling me happy birthday and very <laughs> excitedly talking about me. And it was the weirdest fucking really great birthday present i've
1: wanted to send somebody a cameo and i hadn't pulled the trigger on it and scott's birthday was coming up and i just moved into the into the new house i said scott's getting a cameo i i I began to look and my goal was who's weird weird enough that'll freak him out but it's kind of cool at the same time
0: did exactly that effect it was such a weird like why did he pick eric roberts (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: and to be honest, the close runner up was Michael Bean. Yeah, but you said he was kind of a dick on his cameos. You look at them. I've mentioned that I'm I'm realizing that I'm getting older. One of those things that helps me to realize I'm getting older is seeing these people from my childhood now. Michael Bean is it's showing more than Eric Roberts. And Michael Bean... You know, I looked I love him not saying anything bad, but you can preview the, the cameos that they'll do. Michael Bean's just this guy lounged back in a recliner with some readers on in a dark room reading a script. Yeah, almost. It, and with no emotion. Eric Roberts, I could feel his energy. <laughs> and I was... Yeah, he was really excited. <laughs> yeah, that. that was my birthday. Yeah. I felt like he was. Yeah, I- it felt genuine And that as soon as he sent it and he sent it, they give you a window of when it's going to come. The last day in the window. And it was so close to your birthday. I was like, oh, "No, it's not gonna come." Go. He finally sends it, and I watch it, and it's just what I was looking for. It
0: was great though, like sitting there opening that on my computer after like working all day, Is and it was Eric like Robert at the height of the pandemic, <laughs> like, like the beginning of the pandemic. Uh-huh. You know, and I was just like, I feel so weird, and like <laughs> he's like looking at me, and I was like, "That's," and what kept like popping into my head was that's Julia Roberts' brother. <laughs> And I think his daughter's pretty. <laughs> I've never seen his daughter. Is you his- have for sure seen his daughter. Did you watch the third season of American Horror Story? The coven one? Yes. Yeah, she's one of the witches. Well, and yeah, by the way. She's Madison. That oh, I remembered a character name for once. <laughs> she's <laughs> Madison, the one, the one that is like the pretty popular girl sort of of the witches. I'm going to have to look back because Hotel lost me. She was also in the beginning of. What was that movie with the, 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 was it The Hunt? Yes. That was like sitting on that, like, we're making fun of liberals and. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. The Hunt. Like, because, yeah, you,
1: you would think it was the conservatives doing, but no, it was the liberals doing that.
0: Dude. Yeah. It's really good. <laughs> I liked that movie. The, the, the lady who was the main kind of like, a redneck girl yes, that was yeah. that makes it all the way to the end, and she's been in other things too. Yeah, although I did for some reason when I got to the end of that movie, I was like, I wish that this Hillary Swank part was Sandra Bullock, and which was an unexplained thing because you I told d- me that before. I don't so really like really... Sandra Bullock all that much. She kind of bothers me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I was like, I wanted it to be Sandra Bullock. It's the first time it's ever happened to me. Well, and if you watch The Office,
1: there's a whole Hillary Swank hot or not sequence, and in my opinion, hot.
0: Uh, i don't know she's a handsome woman
1: why do you have to say that? <laughs> i was so confident because every I now just and then you just kind of every now and then i, you kinda, now I, now I, then I like it i like a handsome woman it's the defeated. same
0: as the like julia roberts It's like long-faced women fucking <laughs> shit <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, but yeah um eric roberts most recently was in righteous
0: gemstones oh really he was in the Christopher Nolan Batman movies too. Yes, he was. Yeah. He was one or of at the, least one, one of the villains. villains. Yeah. Yeah. Christopher it, Nolan was like he has a good eye for like I like that guy. He's weird. There's a guy who I had only seen in in Torchwood, which is a Doctor Who spinoff, and he was one of the like Wall Street guys in one of the Batman movies. That's a nice touch. Yeah. well, it makes me feel like the director watches the shit that I watch too. <laughs> There's something about that like I'm like that guy watches Dr. Who, respect. Yeah, it's always good to feel that bond. <laughs> yeah, when you you relate to somebody deeply nerdy. So do we need to talk about the Oscars at all? We, we should uh, it's a bunch of movies I didn't bother to watch, you yeah. know. I feel like we're gonna get to when we get to the special. I was very deceived by this trailer. <laughs> this was a good trailer maker and a not such a good movie. Okay, and then Shadow of the Cloud. I thought it was the worst trailer
1: in the world. Yeah, and
0: sometimes you can spot a bad movie from its trailer, mm-hmm. but you can't always spot a bad movie. Yeah, and then that trailer did not trailer. represent that movie. Yeah,
1: none, at all. Yeah. So you're saying this was a great trailer. This and then you trailer get to the movie. very
0: much emphasized the high points of this movie and I, I was real enamored with it when i first saw it oh i don't know why i said it like that <laughs> even when you first told me about it the just... cover of this movie is disgusting it's a box with a nasty purple tongue hanging out of it, it and is... this is
1: a box is what probably eight inches high by
0: four six inches wide Maybe 10 inches high. Yeah. From the get go of the movie, I was like, there's a fucking head in that box. Let's just... We're going to spoil the shit. Nobody should watch this fucking movie. I am so sorry I asked you to watch it. And <laughs> I'm sorry I watched it twice.
1: I watched it, I mean, almost. So what was the runtime on that? I think about an hour and a half. It was an hour and
0: 23 minutes. Was it really? Yeah. And it, I think it cut off before that. I think that was a lot of credits. There's there was the also same runtime as Shadow a in the cloud. really weird after the credits moment. It was randomly there was a guy in the background. Background on the tv in the hotel and we'll get to all of this but he was talking about it was some random series of dialogue put together that didn't have anything to do with the plot or it loosely had to do with the theme mm-hmm. it was really obvious and he was wearing sunglasses and talking to a guy who looked like he should be <laughs> sitting with tom brokaw somewhere
1: man i didn't even make it to that part <sighs>
0: yeah it didn't need it yeah you didn't earn an after the oh wait till the end of the credits no with and this i'm movie. big on that i yeah. really am but the director he did he wrote he didn't write this movie i looked up the guy who wrote this movie not a whole lot else going on. Just some short films. And what I was telling Scott is one of the ways that I judge a movie when I start
1: watching it, sometimes if I feel this certain lower level of quality.
0: Yeah, you would have given up on this movie at the 20, at your, <laughs> your cutoff 20 minute. You're cut off 20 minute I feel like mark. the 20 minute. And, I should have, but I feel like I may have been drunk the first time I watched it. And we can I dig more. It. I mean,
1: everything, the cinematography, the dialogue, the characters, the
0: acting. I mean, it goes on and on. Just... It's getting harder to spot a bad movie, too. The technology is to a point mm-hmm. where it's not bad. You know, it's no, not bad like it was back in the day. It
1: doesn't look dirt cheap. Thankfully, with drones, I, I don't know. Yeah, a drone right, that's all not crane ex- shots are yeah, gone. Yeah, that's not, you know, good quality now. You're not going to get
0: a pixelated drone shot. <laughs> yeah, cameras have gotten so, so ag- good. It's really hard to spot something that was and probably a student film. This isn't a student film, which is bonkers. Not a student
1: film. But one of my kind of quality checks, I guess you can say, is this cast felt like it was composed of ex porn stars, and that some yeah, of the crew that, that makes sense. probably yeah. came from those sets. You look at the acting, also their overall look in
0: general. The they, friend of the main character was the best actor in this movie. He, and he really he's was. On site, you don't like him. He's no. got that over manicured beard, which I that think was one of the, line line only good the details
1: cheek. they paid attention to because that would match that character.
0: Oh, for sure. He was. And by the end of this movie, he will be the person I like the most. <laughs> yeah. But the wife, yeah. Okay. Tell, me that, tell me she didn't have porn experience. Oh, yeah, it kind of felt like that. It did feel like watching Chasey Lane be in a movie. You
1: know, she wasn't an unattractive person. Oh, my
0: God, that was a really old porn star to, to reference. Chasey Lane? <laughs> yeah. No, actually, that... I feel like I did it because of the Bloodhound Gang song. It was the first one that popped in my head. But for, <laughs> for some reason, Chasey Lane and Jenna Jameson are the first porn stars that pop into my head every time. We're way past that. Oh, yeah, sure. But yeah, it did feel like a movie that had porn stars. That's a really good way to describe it.
1: It's one of my levels of quality because I feel with some of those lower budget films, that's who they're getting. Although, Zombie Strippers was better than this movie. Zombie (laughs) Strippers blew blew this away.
0: But not to say... That there weren't mind blowing moments in this movie. The premise of this movie is really good. So let, let's give you a, a brief summary of we'll this We'll go movie. through a summary. Let's so, summarize. This is about a guy who thinks his wife is cheating on him. And from a storytelling standpoint, you start to empathize with him in the first five minutes. And his friend is trying to convince him to have sex with another woman. Tale as old as time, I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah. They're in a bar having a drink. Jerry is concerned that his wife is boning.
0: Uh, is it a snowblower salesman we don't find out until later in the movie that he it's it snow- might be a snowblower salesman I, I actually don't think this guy's wife is cheating on him at all i think yeah. the whole reason we're supposed to empathize with him in the beginning of the movie goes completely out the window yeah, because but a lot of things do this movie should have been an episode of the twilight zone or not the twilight zone i feel bad for saying that about the twilight zone outer limits Tales from the Dark Side.
1: Tales from the Dark Side yes. with uh, it's so uh, Tales
0: from the Crypt-ish. Yeah, t- Tales from the Crypt is where where this falls in. But even but Tales from Crypt is so much better than this. Actually, let us look at The strange thing is is this movie on Rotten Tomatoes has two fucking reviews and they're both good, but those are the only reviews. But they're good reviews. It has no tomato meter score, it has a 36% audience score. I looked at none of this before I watched this movie (laughs) because that's the video store clerk in me. (laughs) where I was just like don't ask questions watch the movie about a guy fucking a box so this movie is about a guy fucking a box that's the whole thing it's fuck it's the special is fucking the box he goes to a whorehouse with his friend Mike takes Jerry to the whorehouse which is a psychic oh yeah why is the fucking the madam at the whorehouse is a psychic why madam Zora is a psychic to to me that's the front for the brothel okay so the 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 plot of this movie is that this man goes to a whorehouse because he thinks his wife might be cheating on him and
1: his good buddy mike is you know the only way to feel better about this
0: is to get even
1: you know then you're on level you're on a level field
0: and i felt like at the beginning of this movie i thought that his wife had actually cheated on him they had had a conversation about it we're good and he was just trying to get his... You don't even question it. You just assume she is cheating. And that's not why we came for the movie. No. We know that from the onset that this is a movie about a guy who is going to fuck this box and kill it. Because it was a really great trailer. Yeah, and I want to say the
1: um, the women of the night, the prostitutes at, at the whorehouse... Very realistic. They were because they weren't over the top hot. But they weren't like, you know, <laughs> they were daytime hookers. Yeah, they weren't like the bench warmers <laughs> at the strip club either. You know, this wasn't like third. Yeah, not day. They were
0: night strippers, daytime hookers. <laughs> I should be clarify that you because you don't oh, want a daytime stripper. Is
1: that what it reads in the
0: Craigslist ad for those chicks? That's just. <laughs> well, I I stole the daytime hooker thing from My Name Is Earl, but. <laughs> <laughs> No, but okay. I just want to. It's a. It's yeah, a but good I've been level. to a strip club during the day, and it's not something you want to see. No, it's a lot of uh, asne
1: and way too many. The, I, not. i have not a regular strip club, but I've been daytime. I've been evening in my life. I'm 37. Yeah, and I'm not talking about New Orleans. No, I don't New have... Orleans
0: during the day strip club is a different thing than. But here in Austin, Austin. during the day, it's somebody who's going to start telling you about their kids.
1: Yeah, <laughs> while they're still trying to slip, in. Do you want the lab dance? It's yeah, like, because during no, like lunch, and
0: beer. lunch is a lot of like roofers and uh, the business guys. They're y- there for lunch. Yeah, they're there to close a deal. They want to. Yeah. They want to take this guy for a steak, and we're gonna go to the exactly. Sugars you
1: and, have the food that you're just hoping is just
0: that. Let's
1: just say the tops are on, the bottoms are on in the back. Okay,
0: so the basic plot of this movie, which I, I don't know how to say it other than it's about a guy who fucks a box, but. It's a guy who falls in love with a box. The box is supposed to be a one-time
1: thing, or a here yeah. and there.
0: So he goes to this whorehouse to get the special.
1: He gets the sixty dollars. Get you the special. It didn't
0: cost that much last time. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a real argument they had with the madam at the whorehouse with sixty bucks.
1: But so they pay the sixty. He goes up there. This blows Jerry's mind. It's too much for Jerry, but they all see it. Yeah, he was like laying
0: on the bed. He
1: was passed out. Mike and Zora had to go get Mike to go get him off the bed. Yeah, because
0: I think later in the movie, there's a point where he's about to fuck the box and then something comes up and he realizes, I'm going to be real wiped out after I fuck this box. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't do it. And, and
1: again, one of the small points that they did cover was Mike the friend zips up Jerry's pants and he says that's some gooey stickiness down there. Like he makes a little comment <laughs> as he zips up Jerry. On the I, I want
0: to cover... Uh, To a full extent, the foley in this movie is fucking out of control. There's no leveling. It's all the same volume. Mm -hmm. And when he goes and fucks this box, it is just macaroni in a pot. He covers his head in a bag to bring him there. So he doesn't (laughs) know how to get back. (laughs) <laughs> Which I kind of missed at the beginning of it. Yeah, he
1: covers his head so he doesn't see But when he gets there, he pulls the, the hood off and he sees the name of the place. Oh,
0: yeah. They're right in front of it. We, we live in the age of Google. I mean, good job of covering his head and then letting him see the, the building. But when he wants to find the place, he goes. when he goes home and his wife is suspicious, he's been cheating on him. And he's like, I didn't have sex with anyone else. <laughs> And he didn't. No, no. But it's in him. You see
1: something's changed almost immediately. Yeah, he that was needs my it. big you problem. You see that he needs it. I really
0: like the premise of this movie, but i didn't feel very bad for this guy because no. i didn't feel bad for him long enough before he starts acting like a fucking ass at the beginning i i think
1: we're in agreement we did just both assume his wife's cheating where is this going but then you find out what caused him to
0: think that other yeah, than she went s- and talked to a
1: salesman suddenly everything
0: about the character development becomes super thin in this movie and he shows up at work and he's a little weird well he does a search and he finds it by the way where do they work in a basement okay They're, the guy's house is way too fucking nice exactly and then he goes to work and it's it looks like The Office with no windows. They have no
1: windows. It looks like the guys who run ticket businesses.
0: <laughs> you know, the yeah. guys who resell tickets to events. And I get it. I can suspend that too to a point. But by the end of this movie, I couldn't suspend that. Yeah, anymore. It looks like
1: a, a certain little white room with the black love seat, if you yeah. know what I'm saying. The amount of Just corners like they room. cut
0: making this movie made me want to go, why did you make it an hour and a half long? 43 minutes is how long this movie should have been. I am in total agreement. Uh, on my
1: drive over here, that crossed my mind. I, that's the most reasonable way to, that it, this should have been handled. Was this
0: should have been a short film? It should have been an episode of Tales from the Crypt. It, it, Something it was short. perfect for that. No need for full length. Yeah, and no we would need. have accepted all of its poor qualities. It would have right been, out of right out of the gate. That's where it needed to be. But with the level of acting, God. yeah. Which is not to say that Tales from the Crypt isn't one of the most amazing things that's ever been on Yeah, Tales from the Crypt is... And Demon Knight is... I watch it every Halloween. (laughs) I fucking love Demon Knight. If you haven't seen Tales from the Crypt, Demon Knight, watch it immediately. It's so good. It's the second Tales from the Crypt movie, not as good. Kind of funny, though. Dennis Miller, when he wasn't a fucking weirdo. Yeah, Bordello of Blood. It was great. Always good to have a Feldman appearance.
1: I completely forgot. Mm -hmm. So I've not seen either one of the Tales from the Crypt movies in a long time. About 10 years ago, I bought seasons one and two on DVD from Target. Oh, my
0: God. You do? Can Can I borrow them? Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, man. (laughs) I don't know why. Why is Tales from the Crypt not on HBO? It aired on HBO. Why is it not on HBO Max? It's not on HBO Max. It's not streaming anywhere, dude. Oh, that Dude, is like a huge chunk of my television childhood a history. So I
1: don't forget. I'm so glad I really you got will. Oh that. my God. I've wanted to watch yeah. it for so long. You know, and it's, you know, from 10 years ago. So the DVDs themselves are probably from 10 to 15 years ago. And so it's got the little trifold with the, you know. I think to a
0: certain extent, I Netflix disc by disc. In the mail, mm-hmm. got Tales from the Crypt episodes. And I actually think I did it after I, they had started streaming stuff, but it was one of those things you just couldn't find it anywhere. That's a shame. Does I, Netflix still offer discs by mail for like, uh, you know, 70 year olds?
1: <laughs> you know, I don't know for sure, but I would say that they do because there are places where the internet is still not a thing or reliable. Yeah, I guess.
0: Yeah. Because I grew up in w- rural West Virginia, we used to say that the satellite dish was the state flower. <laughs> those big 90s satellite dishes the big giant my grandparents ones. had one
1: in the backyard in elgin texas
0: yeah so you know small town you don't get good internet service no. in the 90s out there and then
1: i feel like small towns they were really good at when you changed service back then you got
0: the second one Oh, yeah, <laughs> you know
1: they couldn't always run it through the same dish so then you'd
0: have two or three of these even now my neighbor has three satellite dishes on his roof yeah because they don't take them down the fuck do you have they like, won't come take them off your roof they don't is, want them back do you have a radio
1: station at your house or use some sort of <laughs> are you charlie sheen from the arrival <laughs> looking for that What's fucking second signal? time this
0: week that you've brought up the arrival <laughs> <laughs> i think i need to watch it
1: <laughs> it's what
0: we might need to do an episode about the arrival it's
1: i like the arrival I don't,
0: the only time i saw the arrival was when it came out which was what 98 you haven't seen the arrival since then never no no since then, i I've, thought about watching it when i worked at the video store but i never got around i tried to the it. sequel a couple years ago charlie sheen was hot shit then that was like peak before two and a half men charlie sheen but the height of his like wild thing fame <laughs> <laughs> Go, Ricky Vaughn. You laugh, but that was a bit like people. Everyone knew what fucking Major League was when we were you 10, 11 years old.
1: It's a falling in the dugout thing. (laughs) It's a coming home late drunk thing.
0: Yeah, I find movies like that are the reason I know actors' names that no one else knows what I'm talking about. Like Corbin Rains was in that. He's Sean's father in Psych (laughs) is the only... Way anyone knows who Wesley he is.
1: Snipes, Tom Berenger, Rene Russo, Charlie Sheen. Yeah, it, it was
0: full of people from the past.
1: It was it was a good flick, man. You it, don't hear
0: from any of those fucking people anymore. Except for Corbin Raines, who's Sean's dad on psych.
1: <laughs> Rene Russo, what's the Another last thing USA I saw her? Two for the Money with Matthew McConaughey and Al Pacino. I feel like that's my last even time. I've never seen that movie. Two for the Money?
0: No. Sports bidding, I believe. Which brings me to uh, Now You See Me. And now you see me too (laughs) wait a minute it's called now you don't it should be called now you don't (laughs) why why is it not called now you don't because they needed that now you see me money (laughs) now you see me too or just call it. Now you see me. Now you don't. The whole thing is on the table at that point. <laughs> what A different. The fuck? It's, uh, it's another movie. Little Franco was in. Oh yeah, Little Franco. I kind of wanted to see Little Franco's indie movie he made. The rental? Yeah. Was it good? You never saw the rental? No, I never saw it. I've watched it twice. Is Allison Brie in it? His wife? Uh, from Glow? Yes. Yes. Community. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, I know Glow. Yeah. Uh, yes, I still Mad
1: Men. No, I should say no. I have still not done Community.
0: God damn it, Frank.
1: I know. I think one of the good things is us talking about it is there's so much out there.
0: So much out there.
1: And sometime we'll talk about just how much is out there and why some of it is.
0: I feel like that's what we're doing though. We have to cover as much much ground as we can. Because in a world where Is It a Cake is number one on Netflix. I know exactly what you're talking about. We have time to watch an hour and a half long movie. It doesn't matter how bad it is. If it catches your attention, give it a shot. Because it's those things that live inside you, like the special. I'm never going to forget that I watched this. Yeah, this is one that sticks with you. Okay, so he goes to the whorehouse. The The score music when they go to the whorehouse is fucking atrocious. And the score music carries on through the whole thing. It's way over dramatic. Lots of strings keening up. But not in like a Michael Myers is coming for you kind of it's way. It's not memorable. In like a my pet mouse died kind of way.
1: Damn it, Stuart Little. Yeah. Um, yeah, he goes back to the whorehouse, and even though Madame Zora was so adamant, to yeah, she Mike, lets him right
0: in. Oh wait, let- we skipped over the fact that he goes to a different psychic to find this psychic. <laughs> and completely she, slipped my mind. She's like, I don't, I don't locate people. And then our and lovable then he main offers character. her five dollars. <laughs> And then it just skips, and he's there. So yeah, the big it
1: gets rejected, and then he's an asshole. Uh, so this is this is the beginning of you realizing he's a he's a douchebag. Yeah, he's a dick. He, he's. Completely yeah,
0: he, maybe the box has changed him already, but we don't know because we didn't see that. We don't know that. I mean this guy was at the bar guy.
1: telling his best friend that his wife's cheating on him and then just goes to the whorehouse.
0: Yeah, he goes there. And granted, he doesn't have sex with a woman.
1: And then this movie goes from zero to hundred
0: real quick. At this point, he kills the hook the the madam. He fucks the box again. Yeah. And then on his way out, he's trying to like Oh, and let's not forget the fact that the second time he fucks the box, he smells the hole, is revolted, and then fucks the box anyway just can't say no yeah sometimes. like starts smiling seconds later he's like yeah, i'm it. still gonna fuck this box
1: and then he finishes up you know he's trying to pocket the box did you oh you yeah he I was mean? trying
0: to fit it in his like cover it in his, yeah, jacket, in his jacket. Like, jacket like like as though he could hide this but then Madame zora enters the room and this is where the zero to 100 takes place he kills her and then the foley when he's like stepping on her neck is just awful it's like You remember that scene where Bart Simpson's like making wine? Yes. When he gets sent to France? Yes, yes. (laughs) Which has instilled in me to this day that all (laughs) wine, some kid was just like barefoot squishing all the grapes. Just between his
1: toes.
0: (laughs) 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 But it sounds like somebody is just stamping on a like bowl of popcorn. Hey man,
1: have you ever gotten it from the farm where the kids have webbed toes? (laughs) tastes really good (laughs) flavor notes oh duck feet
0: (laughs) um (laughs) <laughs> but yes, yeah, so he, he kills Madame Zora. He's got the box. He he realizes he can't take this fucking box home with him. So he then he goes and rents a hotel room to keep the box in. But it's a pay-by-the-week hotel that looks like an IHOP. To me, it looked like a seaside restaurant bar. Like a pub. That's what I wrote down on my notes. Pub was, Looks like a pub mixed with a diner. Definitely could be an IHOP. Yeah, and for some reason, I felt like it was coastal. <laughs> I had a coastal feel. But- it, it looked like vaguely English building to me, even though I'm sure they were in Los Angeles. Um actually, do you know where the filming took place? It's Canada, isn't it?
1: Philadelphia. Oh weird. That all the credits to location all three were different places in Pennsylvania. Uh... Yep. you're looking at me like you don't believe me no
0: i was just thinking about how like i watched all uh, like a fuck one ton of cold case files mm-hmm. and i was like i'm from pennsylvania so like as i was watching cold case files i was like
1: i didn't even put it together like that it's just one of, like you were saying it's hard to find facts or other yeah uh, that these people have worked there's on. nothing
0: about this fucking movie one of the
1: only things i noticed was the film credits as uh for location and yeah. they were all three that i
0: saw were pennsylvania so they probably weren't porn stars I don't think they do a lot of porn. Well, I mean, think about it. How much does it fly people out to Pennsylvania? Probably not that much. (laughs) I I do remember like the Pittsburgh airport was the last airport you could smoke in. And they had those little like enclosed (laughs) rooms with a glass and you could write in the tar that had gathered on the glass. Oh, you could draw a smiley face. My mom would be like, don't do that when I was looking. (laughs) 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 That's really fucking with you, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, the neat freak you was like, "Don't touch the tar." I mean, I'm sure you didn't <laughs>
1: disinfect.
0: Jeez. No, back in the '90s, I probably yeah tasted it a little, got a little one of those like.
1: <laughs> Why doesn't it taste like chocolate?
0: Yeah, like when the detective comes and like touches the oil on the ground and then puts it in his mouth. And he's like, yeah, Carvaline. or all the detectives that go
1: out there and get the nummy from <laughs> yeah. touching the yayo. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, now's our chance. <laughs> yeah, I can't feel my face. <laughs>
0: there's a hotel on top of this ihop it's a pay by the hour or pay by the week hotel
1: and they make it look like it's a damn airbnb in this seaside coastal restaurant bar yeah but he pays up for a week and then later
0: in the movie when his wife finds out he's rented this hotel room because now she suspects he's cheating on him he racked up like a thousand dollar bill one thousand dollars even. Yeah. He also paid for this shady hotel room with a so credit card. So was that card.
1: implying that he went past his cash limit on the first well, week and I paid for additional like weeks? Well, I this
0: movie was written where the premise came to the guy and he was like, oh my god. And he wrote this script. And then either a lot of it fell apart in what we can handle doing for this amount of money. Or he just got really lazy about writing it. <laughs> we have this awesome premise. This guy Something fucks a box. didn't fucking happen while he was writing it, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. He was... Probably not doing cocaine because this movie was a little boring for being. You missed the mark sometimes. I think he missed several marks. Yeah, at at some points, I thought that they were trying to make like a Ty West slow burn horror movie, which sometimes the slow burns pay off sometimes. Not one that initially starts with this guy's gonna fuck a box and then he continues to do it the whole movie. And he feels really good after he fucks the box. Yeah, he's like he goes into work just strutting. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Walking on (laughs) such.
0: Yeah, he also finds out when he goes back to the hotel that the slime that he sticks his finger in the hole and touches, if he just puts it on him, it will also like he'll recreate the sort of crazy orgasm. So this box is some sort of biological chemical,
1: (laughs) and this is and that does come into play because he finds out he can rub it on himself.
0: Yeah, and he puts it in a little something we're all very familiar with right now. It's a hand sanitizer bottle. He fills it with the box jelly and takes it home with him. It's to box to go. Did okay. So, did you notice how he filled that little bottle? Was he just
1: stuffing it in the tiny hole he, in the top? Instead of unscrewing he was like, the lid with the cap, he's putting it in through the tiny hole that's underneath the cap when you pop it open. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. I w- did notice that. And I thought that's what you were leading up to because that stuck out to me as, as somebody who's got like a minor OCD twitch. Unscrew the cap. Unscrew the pop cap. You've got that larger hole.
0: Not a whole lot happens after that. We're, we're in what, from a storytelling perspective, is the fun and games part of the story. It
1: starts to pick up his he's becoming more short with people more aggressive he takes the magic
0: jelly rubs it on his dick a couple times the wife catches him one night jerking off with the jelly it i think it's the same fucking night yeah, i don't it, think that many days passed, had passed at that point This this but she's on. all ready to roll
1: she comes in she thinks he's getting hot and heavy ready for her <laughs> they bang one out and that's the only sex
0: scene of the movie with two people. And at the end of this movie he's going to claim that it does something to women, but his wife is having a good time at first and then she really is not. It's it's more him just pounding away. But the next morning what she's upset about is that he leaves like she's a one-night stand to go to work. And she's early. emotional
1: because we do find out that she's pregnant
0: and that apparently this jelly then causes a
1: miscarriage.
0: Yeah, but he has no emotion about it because No,
1: and it's not even it's not acknowledged in the
0: movie you're just supposed to assume I feel like that was fine I'm I'm okay with you letting me figure it out I I am too and one of the things I appreciated about this movie was there was no scientific explanation no sort of uh, lore about how this came to be just a guy fucking a box it has a nice Twilight Zone twist at the end at this point the woman is being investigated her murder is being investigated this Russian psychic man
1: oh it pops up in random tvs at this point yeah he's kind of keeping tabs on it through the local news
0: it's happening on in the background and the cop is sort of this like cliche he's seen all this he's a detective who asks the hard questions for sure (laughs) and the only person now at the whorehouse is giant russian man who is the bouncer yeah
1: there's a giant like eastern european bodyguard. i don't
0: know if i'm not supposed to be calling it a whorehouse i know the the whole sex Thing. A whorehouse, brothel. I, I get it. Yeah, it's, it's. Um... But honestly, if you would seen these women there, it's, it's not a high class place. No, it's in a psychic house. They also didn't seem upset to be there. They looked like they were having a good time. They're fine. I bet because they at get... the beginning of the movie, the friend buys literally all the hookers. <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah, Mike, but it seems to be a surprise to him too. He's you know, like, apparently, I'm gonna do it three times. Jerry gets stuck
1: with the special in a room. Mike gets the three believable hooker. You know, they they look like hookers. They for that sure would did. be in that whorehouse. I said whorehouse too. So now we yeah. both said it.
0: Now I've said it before. Whorehouse. Fuck it. We're rolling with it. <laughs> whorehouse. You say <said> whorehouse. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> they're attacking someone unprovoked so we can make fun of them right
1: well and this bodyguard guy he was in the background because he actually had to get mike out the first time but he's just you assume he's just the bouncer you didn't think he's going to be reoccurring necessarily then he's back in and he's he's got a bigger role to play because the detective is asking him the hard question he's answering them <laughs> The accent, the accent was just so bad. It was a really, really, really and I feel bad like it Eastern changed. European. Yeah, it went from like one corner just to the other. It was not great. It yeah. was not consistent.
0: I felt like there should have been some sort of backstory, but I kind of appreciated that they didn't bother. And
1: everything he said was supposed to be witty, but it just fell so flat. It just, to me, it fell so flat. I'm like, I see what you're doing and it don't. Just stop. So he's basically like someone's out there. (laughs) Yeah. Almost like
0: his, he will find out. Yeah. He'll And then he says on the news at some point that I'm the only one who can help you and sort
1: of like does that. And this is when our main character Jerry starts to develop a
0: rash. You know, come to think of it, it sort of follows a pretty standard body horror formula.
1: I mean, you grind on a wooden box. That's not something that's of
0: this world. It's like giving him dick rot. That's climbing up his stomach. It's more, more than a venereal disease. Also, like a really sad man who's masturbated too many times in a week, he fucks this box anyway. He does not give a shit that he has He knows fresh. that
1: he has to get the nut, so he's, yeah. he's going for and it. And I feel
0: like with him coming to work, like... Real, you know, mm-hmm. loose in the morning because he leaves leaves his wife early and goes to the hotel and fucks this box before he goes into work. We're supposed to believe that this is the thing that is keeping him from snapping at everyone. But it was the so fact that loosely he can still plug thrown the box. in there. Yeah. Also, the props department in this movie is non-existent. <laughs> the, this hotel has a, a random assortment of furniture and a very nice television. The guy who runs this hotel is my second favorite character in the movie. My first favorite character is because of the dick rot. He goes to a men's clinic and has it looked at. And the doctor at this fucking men's clinic does not give a shit. I don't believe your name is John Smith.
1: Zero shits were given.
0: And he's like, All right, are you having sex with anyone other than your wife? No, no, no. Yeah. no. Yeah, I'm gonna deny all this shit. So he gives him a cream and then he goes to the pharmacy and yells at the pharmacist. I'm pretty sure I rub it on my dick.
1: <laughs> Yeah, he's basically a three-year-old who's fucking a box at this point, but he's got some homicidal tendencies.
0: Other than the homicidal tendencies, I sort of, as a male, understand what is happening to this guy. Not to say I would fuck a box repeatedly. I, I want to hope that I <laughs> am better than that, but I don't know that I am. I hope that I find a box with something cooler on the inside if I'm fucking it. Oh, for sure. He gets caught,
1: and then... Well, he's also missing work at this point. Don't forget the sick days. He oh, is yeah. He's not showing up at work. The
0: secretary, Trudy... I think her name is. Poor Trudy gets just shit on. But Trudy also kept being like, you're late. And I was like, you're my secretary. <laughs> yeah, and like, you're fucking obnoxious, Trudy. Very good
1: point. Yeah, and she went, was, not anymore. Uh, I'd probably be a dick to Trudy too. Yeah, but
0: I got where that was coming from. Some weird casting happened in the really small parts. And then some really, like the doctor was hilarious. The the, the barkeep? The barkeep who owns the hotel. Mike
1: was, Mike has belonged in the, a movie like that. Yeah, and Mike was kind of likable by now. The best friend now. Mike slash business partner or co-worker we don't know because what did they do what was their job
0: i have no idea he the only indication of there was what? a meeting that he was supposed to have with someone right with someone that and never took place the decorations in the office were really weird he had framed cigar, cigar boxes, boxes broken yeah. down yeah broken down framed cigar boxes not cubans or anything but they were like pressed between glass and, and did somebody all over make his his a office?
1: fucking christmas ornament out of part of the cigar box hanging off of one of the pictures or was that like a tag I from think the cigar so. box? weird he was just there was... why bother at that point but based on jerry's house <laughs> mike's trimmed facial hair and just the overall attitude of both our like two leading male characters you assume that they're semi-successful in whatever it is they do, whatever their yeah. Jerry's is. house
0: was very nice. Yeah, and we never found out what his wife did. Maybe that's maybe the, she was the a stay-at-home wife. Some of the tension. And he
1: he drove a Mazda, you know, a car. He did. A he car. Dro- yeah, I mean, I was trying to think, <laughs> was it a sedan or a coupe? He, he, dri- <laughs> he drives a Mazda,
0: very, you know. And then what did she drive? A Lexus or an Audi? Oh SM? yeah, you're right. I yeah. didn't catch that. I I was. I looking. seriously doubt anyone thought about this when this happened. That might have just been the actor. <laughs> (laughs) cars well i
1: think in my head what as we just mentioned what the fuck was their job okay does jerry's wife work does she just does he able to pay for her life yeah now that she's pregnant nothing is explained but i did notice that he drives a a mazda nothing super super special but newer but then she's in a luxury suv
0: yeah and in the midst of me thinking about this while i was watching it last night i was i went why the fuck am i supposed to care (laughs) yeah <laughs> why am i the only person that thinks about these things too much i know i'm not you do my wife does
1: I, I was trying to see what they drove to see if maybe i could see or you know what does she do is she an interior designer does she model sometimes does she have an etsy page
0: yeah there was enough i don't know empty space happening in the middle of this movie for my mind to wander pretty far because there was a lot of unnecessary scenes following this doctor visit and his wife's miscarriage and everything. She finds the the bill for the hotel and then goes to the hotel. The maid that has been kind of watching him the whole time, like she's got his, her eye on him. And I've been wondering why the fuck do you need a maid for two hotel rooms? Because it looked like she had a full-time job as the maid, but it looks like they're in a hallway with two doors. They needed a character <laughs> to facilitate that. But the maid kind of awesomely, like as the wife is walking down the hallway, she just knocks on his door and keeps walking. Yeah, like that's where the motherfucker is. Yeah, are. and he's he's like, I don't need Need the room clean because uh, he's he's just batshit crazy asshole fucking a box in a room. He did really sell this like I just want to fuck this box and, and everyone is it. getting in my way
1: everyone is in the way then he's confronted he of course kills his wife in this hotel room. because what else are you gonna do but kill the wife because you killed the yeah. Madame Zora for no reason why not kill your wife who had a miscarriage because you fucked her with a fuck box jelly
0: oh but we forgot to mention that this is right after he's opened the box we have seen what's in the box at this point what's inside the box is what well, to me i thought it was a like an amorphous blob that was just kind of writhing the whole time i was like i think this is a head it's gotta be a head right it's like a dead person's
1: head. It it was a ball, head, brain shaped. Yeah. It, it was round oval. You get that impression. And it looks gross. It's slimy. It pulsates.
0: Yeah. And that was the best special effect in the whole movie. The, it, the they thing they with- really pulled off was this gross blob. But when he opens it, they don't reveal it right away. Yeah. He's looking at it. He looks at it. And then he smiles. <laughs> And then he pulls it out and you don't see it. And he sets it behind the box out of view. And then the wife comes and he fucking kills her. He puts the thing in the bathtub. Because you have to water your your sex pocket. <laughs> you got to <laughs> water your, your fuck ball. Yeah. Your fucking slimy ass fucking. <laughs> but the cop scene was unnecessary. There's a really long scene where he goes to a plumber store to buy a pair of bowl cutters that are really old from... <laughs> The, yeah, the store, the pl- the clerk at the plumbing store goes to the back. And he's like, you don't mind if they're used, right? And there's no plumbing equipment inside this plumbing, <laughs> plumbing store. store. There were like a couple of hoses for a sink, and that was it. Yeah, other than that, they mostly had what you would find at a convenience store in there. That's oh. part of the plumbing business. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> I understand completely.
1: You're just supposed to know that. You go to the plumbing shop yeah, and to it, get bolt And cutters. like
0: I said, that was one of these things that this movie did do right because a lot of mainstream movies over-explain shit to me and it pisses me off. And this, this movie was just like, was just, like just fucking deal with it, man. Deal with it. This might not make any fucking sense at all. Accept it. And I did by the end of it, because for the the long drag of the in between there, he like kills his wife, gets a, somehow gets his wife's body out of the hotel without anyone seeing him. Yeah.
1: And then into the garage at their house. And then yeah. all of a sudden they've got magical crawl spaces. Labors that lady into a crawl
0: space after he wraps her in trash bags.
1: Oh, but then he gets really cool Christmas lights. And decorates his house like a little love shack. Just his bed, like this bed frame.
0: Oh, what were they?
1: Purple, purple Christmas lights. Yeah. With some like blue masking tape. Yeah, he lays
0: a knife like
1: afghan out for it. And the way that he kisses this slimy ball of goop. Oh, he loves it. He wanted some snuggle time before (laughs) Bangtown. The kiss, I love This is
0: like if one of us bought one of those like rubber asses, a a rubber fuck my face. Mm -hmm. Oh my (laughs) God. (laughs) <laughs> you know like one of those heads with a vibrating ball inside of it yeah, it's it <laughs> and then to, we went home and put panties on it and then like put a bunch of candles out and gave it a full side of the bed and had a whole night who has time for that shit i don't even really understand fleshlights to be perfectly honest like you're gonna fuck this thing and then you're gonna clean it out yeah fucking right <laughs> funny story we were at the pride parade downtown austin one year <laughs>
1: They're throwing out mini flashlights. There's kids there. So I got
0: a flashlight. How stoked would you be if you were like 13 years old?
1: You just take, you don't even know. I'm sure you'd get in trouble for shit like that at school these days. It says flashlight on it. I'm he not talking about school.
0: taking it to fucking school. Oh.
1: I mean, if it's a flashlight, it's a
0: flashlight. So when it says flashlight. Yeah, because what's the bottom line of this movie is this guy is the full like adult version of your 13 year old self. He found a box and he He just wants to fuck fuck it. Nobody's going to get in his way. He's killed Madame Zora. He's killed
1: his wife. He's racked up a thousand dollars even on the credit card after paying cash out of pocket for a hotel room. That's kind of like an Airbnb, but it has a full time. Yeah.
0: And the wife has called his friend. She's concerned. He's concerned. Now I, I kind of like the friend. What was the friend's name? Mike. You're so good at remembering these characters. Yeah. Mike, Mike gets really concerned when he's missed more work. And suddenly I like Mike a lot. Yeah. The cool. guy who runs the hotel is my second favorite character. Mike ends up being my third. There's only two or three more people in this. Mike place. goes to visit the house to check on him. Mike has a key to the house. Apparently he makes his way into the house. The
1: wife's dead body is somewhere in a crawl space. That's part of a tunnel system that would run under France.
0: I don't, it just seemed big to me for that house. Anywho. It could be like Evil Dead 2 where it's like a spatial anomaly. You yeah. know, we film this in this house and this part on a sound. Being stage John Malkovich. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's face yes mike comes in and mike is concerned and he
1: almost yeah I but we like know he, at this
0: point that mike is
1: gonna die mike's gonna die it's it's clear as day because we like gonna, mike now so he's we like die. him he's checking and he even says he mentioned something about you know if you did something to your wife we can take care of this there was something along those lines like he already assumed the wife was murdered we're
0: deep in the dark night of the soul where like Luke goes in the cave and he knows his friends are are all dying you know the the character is at his lowest fucking point why do we care not at all not really we don't fucking care anymore at
1: that point you do like Mike and you don't want to see him go but you know he's dead the second he walks in the house yeah but you do wish Jerry's end at this point yeah you're ready for fucking Jerry is as an asshole to everyone he comes across. And maybe that's what was meant to happen. He's was. killed He's killed multiple people
0: at this point. Fuck, Mike goes down. It's just a weird storytelling thing that only works in like Twilight Zone episodes yeah. where the character is a shitty person. And every now and then that can get pulled off in a book. Like It's, good, Confederacy it's a good of disconnect dunces,
1: that way you're not attached
0: for what's gonna happen next. It was just a little too slow for that. I see that. For me to buy the, the this guy's a shitty dude. He's not really in a predicament. He could have just stopped fucking this ball. And there's so many things. It's
1: like people who go out and commit serious crimes now. I want to look at them and say, I know you've watched a couple of true crime documentaries. I know you know you shouldn't have done that. Not promoting that whatsoever, but it, there's just <laughs> you should know these days. Don't go get cash from the ATM. Wear gloves. Hair falls out off your scalp. You know, you're, yeah. all it takes is a hair. All it takes is that one love spot. You're going to get caught. Jerry's out there raw
0: dogging free balling it, <laughs> doing whatever he wants. Yeah. I was also really confused that the detective in his needless first detective scene, he comes back and he's like, I figured out who killed her. And we have this DNA evidence. I think this might be the end of the movie, I'm thinking So of.
1: what is also what happened just before that though was Jerry, he's now murdered Madame Zora, his wife and his best friend Mike, slash business partner, slash co-worker, whatever. He takes the big bodyguards offer to go back and get help. And while he's there, upstairs is when the detective comes back. The rash has just spread it's all awful. over. awful. There's some sores. Oh, we forgot to mention balls. that
0: the, the the fuck ball has now deteriorated into yes, a pile the of fuck sludge. Ball is That's why he goes and gets help. That is. It has nothing to do with like I, I I I fucked very, up. Yes. Yes. He I don't, just wants his beloved. Fuck he just ball wants back.
1: it back. It's turned into black tar. It was this purple, glowing, shimmery, clear, slimy object.
0: Yeah, and it kind of looked like it had like a nose and and eye cavities deep within the recesses of the and and it started
1: to deteriorate and
0: he wasn't getting off the same it wasn't giving him the same sensation and and fuck it we won't spoil every movie we do I promise but don't watch this yeah it's
1: (laughs) (laughs) or you you know
0: I like me telling you not to watch this movie if I was you and i told me not to watch this movie i would immediately watch this fucking movie cuz that's the person i am if somebody tells me something is terrible i usually don't believe them give it 20 minutes and see how you feel <laughs> <laughs> um yeah but jerry comes to a sad as yeah. we saw coming twilight zone end Actually, I I take that back. I did not see this coming. I didn't realize that he was going to become the I think with
1: 30 minutes left in it, if I'm not mistaken, I saw it. You saw saw it it. coming? I did. I honestly did. Just because I'm like, oh, he's looking gross and this is
0: dying. It's the transfer. It was when he showed up at the place and he turns into this, like, the brood Cronenberg monster. So here it comes. Yeah, he looks like the fly at this point. It's happening. And he's all covered in sores and stuff. And then, of course... The next thing you see is the Russian guy goes, or the Eastern European gentleman. (laughs) I don't know. I've almost said the G word a couple (laughs) of (laughs) times. He goes down in the basement and builds a new box paints it up and so you're like oh yeah all right we get it and And just to mention the cinematography there those were those were nice
1: shots yeah but
0: i don't want to if you want to know the last beat of the movie which i also think was pretty good i'm not fucking telling you watch the movie and find out (laughs) i'm gonna talk about the the very last beat because the movie ended well it started good it ended good it was the space in between that was it wasn't even hard to watch it was just i almost forgot that part did you really a second
1: to grasp what you were talking (laughs) about
0: yeah Okay, I won't say that part either. But yeah. So the script had a lot of redeeming qualities. And I like the premise a lot. I really like... I am constantly searching for movies containing some sort of sexual depravity. Mm -hmm. It's fine. This movie was an hour and a half long. I don't feel like I completely wasted my time because it will live inside me for a very long time. But... And it's affecting, it kind of reminded me, Neil Gaiman wrote a short story that got turned into almost an Outer Limits episode on a short run British program. I think it's on Shudder now called Neil Gaiman's Likely Stories. So this kid wakes up and he's like 20 something and he's like, he goes to the doctor and he says, my penis doesn't belong to me. and he's like all freaked out and the doctor's like okay (laughs) you know and he gives him some sort of like pills for some generalized like infection sort of thing And and
1: what's the name of this again i can't remember oh okay
0: yeah God damn it. I'll have to look it up. It's a Neil Gaiman story. It's not in uh, it's in one of his two big short story collections. But yeah, that that's what this movie reminded me of. It had that sort of it was like body horror. Like you can't control it. They didn't sell it enough, but I really liked the premise. I mean, I'm never going to look at a birdhouse the same way again. <laughs> <laughs> So, next time we'll be watching SLC Punk. Basically.
1: Sex and violence! Sex and violence! It's
0: a movie we haven't watched since we were in high school, and so it's going to be interesting. Who yeah. knows how it's going to turn out?
1: Thanks everyone for joining us for the Last Video Store Clerks podcast. Be sure to leave a rating and subscribe. You can find us on Twitter at Last Clerics, Instagram at The Last Video Store Clerks, and you can find Scott at dispatchesfromthepit.com.